Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I'm Mariah, or better known as Peculiar Hippie. Drippy Hippie. <laughs> you knew I was going to do it. Ma'am. You're never running from this. And who are you? I am the, I'm just playing, I am Dakota. I also am known as um, Cody, or Co. That cute Dakota. girl who be doing art and stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. That's what they also know her as. So welcome, you guys. Uh, This is our podcast. This is our first podcast, first podcast episode called Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) Over. Because, you know, that's how life be doing us sometimes. Life be life. Life be life in, you know, God or the universe for that some people call, you know, like things will just be happening like even right now like the climate that we're in Literally right is now is definitely like a a word moment it's just crazy um because you know life will definitely put you in positions where it just challenges you and grows you and and it kind of shows you who's in charge to be yes. quite honest like it's really not this is not a me thing. It's an us thing. It and really the only is. Reason, the only way this is going to work is if I think of it as an us thing. Yeah. So me and we're and all like, doing it together. Yeah. Like, that and then collective consciousness too because ooh. we're all going through the same thing in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy to feel alone. But in mm-hmm. reality, like we're all going through life together. Um, and some people are further ahead and some people are further behind. But Either way, we're all journeying at the same time. So, like, not only is it being cooperative with, uh, you know, a a higher power for me, you know, God, and Mm -hmm. just kind of, like, relinquishing control and letting him take the wheel or whatever, but also, like, being able to lean on community and tribe, too. So Yeah, absolutely. So that is, like, a kind of a rundown of what what it is and what it ain't, you know? So um, this is a word. And, and. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we, we hope that you guys enjoy this conversation and all the conversations that we'll be having in the future, because this is one of many. One of many. Um, so let's kind of get into, basically, let number one, let's talk about like who we are, what we do, and mm-hmm. how we came together. Okay. So you first. I'll go first. So like I said, I am Dakota. Uh, my Instagram. <laughs> I'm not going to be that person. <laughs> I am. My Instagram is Dakota Ayana. Uh, it will be in the description box because that's a lot to be honest. But um, I'm just an artist. Uh, I'm a artist of many forms. I guess you could say I write poetry. I paint. I draw. And it took me a long time to be comfortable calling myself an artist because for so long, I was just like, I'm a writer. That's all I know. That's all I got. 
And um, when it came to painting and drawing, it was very basic for me. It was very simple. And I was always afraid to try because I told myself for so long things that I could not do in art. And I had a friend, Carrie, shout out to Carrie, who was like, bro, you're an artist. Stop Carrie King. Carrie J. One King. of the firest of fire photographers in Charlotte yes, and absolutely. beyond because he'd be everywhere. He'd be everywhere. Yes. But um, he was just like, yo, you're tripping, you're dope own that shit so I started owning it and I was just like all right you know what I am an artist I'm a dope artist and it's like the minute I start walking in that start living my truth it's like other people started to like respond to me living in my truth and made me feel like the artist that I know that I am so shout out to everybody who really like supports me rocks with me taking this journey with me because y'all are appreciate appreciated you know what I'm saying appreciated that's fire appreciated I need that to yeah. adopt that in my vocabulary. Go ahead, appreciate it. Go ahead. <laughs> so who are who are you, Drippy Hippie? Tell, uh, us. Tell us about this yourself. name <laughs> is going to wow. Okay, so um, I am like I said, Mariah, or better known as Peculiar Hippie. Um, I also am a creative of many, 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 many avenues. Um, I guess. The best one to kind of sum it all up is like a, a community and cultural producer. Mm. Shout out to my mentor, <laughs> Quinn, who helped me kind of like be able to figure out a way to define so all dope. the things. Yes, she is. She is dope. She is. Shout um, out to you, Quinn. Yeah, but she helped me kind of define, um, find a way to define what exactly but what I am but basically I, I I'm a community organizer I uh, I'm a host I'm a uh, a motivational speaker slash writer um, I'm a curator for music and art events um, and I'm a creative director so just having creating or spearheading my own kind of journey as far as having a wellness platform um, and also contributing to helping produce shows um, and art shows, music shows with a lot of great talents here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then um, just kind of serving as one of many uh, people who help bridge the gap as far as like, for instance, if Dakota wanted to find um, more opportunities to create uh, murals or things like that and she would reach out to me and say hey do you know anybody that I can get in contact with about xyz or if you were looking mm. to find what live shows are going on or what's the best you know types of things or that are happening in Charlotte or whatever a lot of people contact me or reach out to me or I, I just try to kind of bridge those gaps and you know authentically create um amazing mm like environments or whatever so cultural producers probably what i'll begin to describe myself as i like how you said authentically yeah. create because so many people do things just based off of the proposed clout yeah we could say like oh this this is going to be this and yeah. they don't really care about it they're yeah. just doing it just to be doing it to say they did it just for their own personal gain just to like make themselves look good or feel good but when you're doing something authentically it's because you're wanting to do it for the community yeah and you see where there's a lack and you're trying to fill that void absolutely and wanting to find ways to make it meaningful or fun or, or just something where people yeah. can leave and say you know whether it's an art show or a music show or a wellness 
um, event or something like that, my biggest thing is number one, being in the middle of the event happening and being able to look and see that everybody is truly enjoying themselves and even being able to hear reports back of how much this event, that event, whatever, um, how much they enjoyed it or what it did for them and things like that. And so, um, shout out to my friends, number one, because there was a, when we all got started, including myself, we didn't really have much. We just basically was like, well, let's just come together and create our own. And so, even me getting becoming who I am was would not have happened without the assistance of like great friends and great like people. So support systems are everything in the black community. Yes. If we don't support each other, who gonna do it? Nobody, basically. Basically. <laughs> we like, have to kind of like, you know, it's like the be the change that you wanna see. Mhm. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so like us coming together, like we you and I, we met in like Two thousand like twelve. I was in 13? high school. Yeah, yeah. I was the. I was. You were the cute the little. I remember <laughs> just linking up with some friends. Shout out to Tall Chris and Tall Brittany Chris Taylor. And um, but hanging out with them and really getting close with Chris and um, being invited to like these house parties and they're like, oh, I remember being at. Shout out to Miles. But I remember mm-hmm. being at Miles' house Miles. and all of a sudden someone's like. Dakota's coming and everybody just echo, oh, Dakota's coming, Dakota's coming, Dakota's coming. And I'm like, who's Dakota? (laughs) They're like, you're going to meet her, you're going to love her. And then she came uh, eventually and I was just like, oh, she's so nice, she's so cute, look at her hair, it's so bouncy and she's so animated. Yes, I was going to say, I've always been like a goofball. Yeah. it, It doesn't matter where I am, who I'm with, nine times out of ten, I'm acting like I ain't got no home training. Yes. And my mom hates it. Mm. And I feel like I only do it because she hates it so yes. much. We <laughs> definitely have some stories where we both were acting like we don't have no home training. And it's like training. being around Mariah, she definitely like brings it out of me more. I, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I, we will not, we will not go there. You already know what story I yes. Needless to say, we we are definitely some interesting characters. We've grown. <laughs> we're still crazy, but we've grown a lot. We've grown, and um, but no, just like over the years, like us kind of evolving in our own crafts and mm-hmm. who we are. And I remember seeing Dakota build her content, and I'm like, man, like it was also in a place where I was also trying to figure out how I could present myself to the world as a creative in a different way. And so seeing her and her build her own content and seeing that she was a writer and, and seeing her words, it was like, wow, she's grown. Like, not like she's grown as a person, but I'm like, no, she's not a, she's not the high school. She's not the high schooler that I met years ago. Like she's a grown adult. She's a grown woman. And like, so you get to see this different side of her and, and hear her perspective. And I was just like, man, like that's so amazing. One day it'd be cool if we work together and so like she showed me love when I when I began to create my own um platform and just there's always been like a genuine like support and friendship there and so we were together having like a powwow yeah and it was very emotional wrenching (laughs) oh man it was just like okay so how are you doing (laughs) 
<laughs> like everybody just starts to cry and it was it was so powerful though like, but that, yeah that it was, was so it was like needed. a little sister circle it, it was, was you me ashley autumn, autumn and um braids braids she's a sunflower <gasps> shayla. shayla i don't know why i literally Which her is, name on my phone is she, shayla the sunflower but all i see is she's amazing but we she's all just we randomly came together and we just kind of like got yeah. to share this great moment where we just talked and poured into each other and the more we were talking me and dakota was like mm, we gotta like we gotta do, do something, something about, about this, this. <laughs> this is real like it was a, and the thing is it's so good when it's needed and you don't need it. you don't know that you need it mm. you know like it's like i know i gotta get i'm heavy i feel heavy i'm like when yeah. you're in tune with yourself or your higher self or however you want to say it and you know you just feel heavy yeah and it's like you're talking to people and you're around people all day long and you're having conversations with people but you still don't really feel fulfilled that day i felt so fulfilled. yeah like, i did i felt like i had I got so what i needed like i and, went to a therapy session yes it was insane it was so healing and so releasing and i just i was like so grateful like i literally got in my car and i was just like thank you god yeah like, oh yeah because you thanked us on it <laughs> and i was just like stop you're making me cry yeah. again i was like i did not know i needed that and yeah. i'm so i'm so grateful to be in spaces where i meet such amazing black women yeah because we go through a lot we do and we 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 kind of like champion it on our own a lot Boy, of times too um black women are so strong yeah not knowing how strong we are it's just like a natural it's like it's embedded in us yes it's in our dna which also brings us to the subject of our first podcast um now that y'all know kind of like how we came together and y'all know it did that was so look at the hepatica (laughs) (laughs) the what (laughs) spell it s-i-m-p-a-t-i-c-o Sympatico. And if that's not right, I reserve the right to, you know, do not correct me. Not you, but the public. Uh, but uh, for one more light moment, uh, what was your, speaking of O word, what was your O word moment for today? My O word moment for today was, <clears throat> I, was <laughs> I was on Instagram playing with this little stupid filter why are you single that shit told me i was messed up yeah and i yeah. was like oh your mom like, <laughs> like don't you. Talk. how dare you how dare you you don't know me i said yeah. i was working on myself damn it you definitely involuntarily made me play <laughs> and it told me i was broke and so i also feel insulted and you know they don't know our they life. don't know my life like <laughs> they don't know um, I don't know who made that, but they, <laughs> they're lonely. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're a mess. And right back to you. Right. Um, but what's your old word moment? My old word moment definitely, um, <clears throat> definitely has to do with the response to the coronavirus that's happening right now. And I saw a word on uh, Instagram where someone was trying to be encouraging, but you know when they make, you know when someone makes something extremely corny and it's just like, why? And so somebody was like, Corona kindness. 
Why? Like, why is that? Why? That's what you came up. You could have literally just did anything else. Just, you know, shout out to everybody, you know, out there braving it. You know, I'm here for you. Encouragement. But not don't make it. Don't. Don't do that. Don't make corona it a fad kind. and and <laughs> make it like She's Corona kindness. Hashtag. Like she, absolutely not. She's gonna put it on T-shirts. So that was my old word moment because I'm like, you absolutely really not. did a lot. And you did a lot there. I wish it would have been. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so that for shame, but we be messing up too. I just I didn't you agree, know? but I I understood, but I just didn't. I was like, corona no. kindness. I'm not ever. I hope I never see that after today. Like I'm just done. I'm gonna do it on purpose. Um, but uh, tiger in it. To the, it is March. It's still March. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very and long March. It, it is very long. Like wow, I feel like it's November. <laughs> Basically, you know, like it, it's just crazy. I guess it's because of the climate of the yeah. world right now. Lord. It's just making it a lot more. But on a serious note, longer. during this time, this is a time where we're kind of like on a little bit of a shutdown low-key globally not mm-hmm. even low-key high-key highest of um years. and the coronavirus is a really serious thing that's going on it's affecting people people are dying or people are getting extremely sick and so we're all just doing our best our best to take care of ourselves and make and so, sure you are feeding your immune system yes like, drink that's the, water that's the main thing like yes everybody went out and bought their groceries and yeah. their frozen foods but don't forget like you really get your nutrients from your fresh fruits and your fresh veggies the frozen things are good don't get me wrong yeah they last longer however yeah you treat yourself treat your body with, with like, good with good yeah this should not to mention this should not have this should not be the only time that you genuinely give a damn about your health and and cleanliness and washing ooh. your hands sanitizing wiping things down let's all be, stay vigilant even after this all dies down away. yeah but yeah let's continue to stay vigilant in our health and the health of others people have been reaching out to older neighbors making sure that they're good like yeah. let's continue to like be great community to each other mm-hmm. take care of you and take care of everybody else so. there are a lot of like things in your pantry you probably didn't know you can use for immune boosters like turmeric is actually a really good thing for immune Mm -hmm. boosters ginger ginger Um, garlic garlic is amazing if you don't like garlic you're crazy yes i said it yeah um i mean just like it's things that are in your cabinet in your pantries in your uh like just in your home that you can use Mm -hmm. for immune boosters so just google those things i mean boiling cinnamon and being like all of that stuff can really and all it takes is a teaspoon for real because it it has the things that your body naturally needs like Mm -hmm. yes you can easily go out and like buy things like medicine however that medicine is to basically put a band-aid on whatever is actually going on so many home remedies so you do yes i have a book of book of them if you ever want to hit me up and ask for any natural remedies you feel free to contact me via instagram yeah we're we're many or the podcast yes we're many gurus we really are on the way we're on the way to being fire mother um mother co mother co (laughs) (laughs) i love it um, yeah, so Granny Hippie is mine. Granny Hippie. Yes, I'm the hippie. I'm the black aunt with long nails. Mm-hmm. Not smoking cigarettes, but I am smoking chamomile and lavender roll ups at the, you know, so that I can just Relax, get my natural zen. zen. 
Absolutely. You know, so all of that. Um, Absolutely. Burning sage through your house. All of that. Um, Walk through the door. So we want, because it's March, it's Women's History Month. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to specifically talk about... Um, women, 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 women. Women, 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 But prominent black women who are dope to us. Like, um, you know, no, you know, we're black. We are black women. We've been raised by black women. And we support and, and love black women. And mm-hmm. so what better way to celebrate Women's History Month by number one, starting a podcast. Right. Number two, but honoring and shouting out and talking about, you know, Amazing black girl black magic women. and black women in, in general. So, yeah. um, who are prominent black women in your life? Like when you think about black women who have been influential to you, mm-hmm. what, who do you think about? So I'm going to list, I'm going to list three. Okay. Top three. So, for one, my grandmother. Mm-hmm. Because that woman is so strong. Shout out to Granny. Like, she is so amazing. And just her... Just her, her... her, Everything about my grandmother just makes me so happy. I remember being younger and having... Um, like, I used to have a very bad attitude. I still kind of do, but I know how to control it more. And I will never forget... I was really upset with my dad. Me and my dad were getting into it pretty bad at the time. Um, And she literally told me over the phone, like, don't worry about it. Mm. You know, like, don't let him make you upset and never go to bed angry. Release that before you go to sleep. Don't Mm. carry that into the morning. And she told me that when I was, like, maybe 11. Mm. Like, when I was young. And that's something that stuck with me. And it's just, like, she doesn't know the effect of her words Mm. and how much they impact me. Because everything she told me when I was a child, even now, they literally stick to the back of my head. The reason why I have her words tatted on the back of my Mm. ears is because she's always in the back of my mind. Oh, Like, both my grandparents, yeah, I have thank you. Well, not thank you. I have be good. My grandfather always tells me to be good. Mm. And my grandma always says, love ya. So I have them both tatted on the back of my ears because they're always, like... Their words are literally always replaying. I love um, that. Plus, I love tattoos too. So it makes it it's Ugh, only I'm right. I'm getting there. I'm trying only right to get to my get endurance. That just do it. I'm trying to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my grandmother is definitely one. My mom, she's also my rock. She's my backbone for sure. Shout out to mom. And um, I I know I get on her nerves, but that's my whole purpose of being in her life is to piss her off. Like I don't know yeah. if you saw on Instagram, but that little boy oh, like, with you asking about can I pet that dog? Why but, are you like this? <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, and I, your mom was just like, why is yeah, she like this? Like I literally, my mom asked me like, what's wrong with me? At least four times a day. If she doesn't ask me, that means I have not done my job as a daughter. Wow. So you are lovely. But my mom is definitely my backbone. She supports everything I do. Like I could be like, all right, mom, I'm about to do this. I need this. This is what's gonna happen. How are we about to make it work? And she's literally sitting on. She's sitting down with me, working out the details, like the most extreme. That's like, what so about? Fire. I don't know if you should do that because I don't really seem like. So it's really good to have like a really supportive family yes. too, especially being an artist. And it's a privilege. Yeah, because not a lot of people understand entrepreneurship, mm. and not a lot of people understand being an artist. Mm-hmm. And even though my mom doesn't understand it, she supports it as much as she can, which also helps me 
be a better artist and better entrepreneur because it's like I have that support that does not judge that will ask questions Mm -hmm. um and I guess a third influential person in my life um I'd have to say the artists that I follow there's not like one specific artist that I follow Pacific I'm sorry I'm being ignorant (laughs) hey this is a safe space but um, for you to be grammatically incorrect (laughs) No artist in Pacific, but <laughs> why am I like this? Uh, that's literally I, we wanted to make that a segment. Why is Cole like this? And it's just gonna be her give her like two minutes to just really Say let it out. In my let head. it out. Y'all don't want to know. <laughs> I don't even know half the time. But what? Just but, not um, any specific artists? No, <laughs> not any artists. Like because it's just. When you're an artist or you're, first of all, I started off with graphic design. Graphic design is definitely a white man's world, Mm. you know? That's like corporate white men, that's white men in general, really. Um, And then being an artist, you don't really see a lot of women of color in it, you Mm. know? Even, like, I was looking up famous black artists. Mm. There are so many. We don't know them. We know Mm. the Michelangelo's. We know the Picasso's. We know the, we Mm -hmm. know all of them before we know of anybody that's black mm-hmm. and there's a lot mm-hmm. yeah that's true so it's just like and when i looked that up i was like oh i gotta study them yeah i have to study their work yeah i have to figure out who these women were who these men were that did not get as much love as the white man in the room wow and um there's just so many black artists that are women well women of color period honestly that i was just like i follow especially one in C- christina her name is so true. And I just love everything about her. Mm, that's fine. Like, I love everything about her as a mom, as an artist, because she paints with her heart. And she paints with her emotions. And that's the same thing that I do. Like, it's... I love your little blobs. That's <laughs> 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 so great. <laughs> they just make me feel good. Like, she literally just paints what she feels. And she's so fearless about it. And yeah. it's like, if she's having a bad day, you can see it in her art. But even though she might look like she's having a bad day or she might be painting because she lost her best friend and stuff, she's very open about what she's going through emotionally. And even though you can see that in her paintings, there's always like that sense of hope and that mm. sense of like, I know I'm gonna be good though. That's black women. In general, right? Like, like in general. super very that. It's so, it's just like, I know I'm gonna get through this. And it's just like her thing is like water where you bloom. And it's funny because my middle name is Ayana. So it means eternal blossom. Mm. So I think that's why I relate to her work so much because everything I do involves flowers in some way because I'm always blooming. Oh, I love so, that. Yeah, that's. Those are my women. That's. Ooh, those are good. That's a good list. Yeah, so now, who? what about you? Uh, Trippy Hippie? Entertain oh, us. Just. Man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Him, um, <laughs> um, prominent black woman in my life. Number one is my mom. Yes, ma'am. Like she's literally. That's literally the the best the best woman I could ever think mm-hmm. of. Is my mother like she is just absolutely amazing she's sweet and she's strong and she's she can hold her own and she's connected and tapped in with god and she's real and she's relatable and she holds space for you where you feel like you can talk about anything and it doesn't matter who you are like my mom has like spoken 
to like even my friends and just been able to like tell them about themselves in a way where it's nurturing and, mm-hmm. and like confirming and affirming and she's just like everything she's beautiful she's attractive like she still got it you know what i'm saying like yeah. she's just like fire you know like she's so amazing um just i don't there's i could go on and on about my mother but i i hope that i'm half the woman that she is one day but she is amazing so that's number one mm-hmm. um number two prominent woman in my life um is my oh, i have see this is so hard and you're surrounded by amazing women. yeah i'm literally surrounded by amazing women but mm-hmm. my mentor um deborah hill she's been a part of my life since i was a child um black woman she's in mental health she's like she's not she's not like a grandmother as in she's old yeah but she's like you know grandmother willow and pocahontas like the talking tree she's like that like she's like she's so like i know you and i can come down to your level but i'll also check you in the same breath in the same breath and she's been around in my life forever she was with she was there for me like when i had a nervous breakdown when i was 15 like she's literally i mean she's helped support and shape me as a woman since i was a child yeah um and that's important yes and i have two more okay so my other mentor tam she's an amazing uh uh uh, hairstylist she lives here in charlotte she's amazing she literally just she's probably the definition of grace she's a healer she is like very tapped in um and she's so uh all everybody who's who are influences in my life are real and relatable i think that's the biggest thing because they don't make me feel small Mm -hmm. and they don't make me feel unseen like they make me feel like they understand and And i'm able to receive their wisdom like in in better ways and so i just i'll keep it like that i just keep it at those three they're they're very um i have plenty of women influences because i didn't even get to get started on my girlfriends but yes so There's, those are we can go to, like like i said when you are surrounded by just amazing just literally black women, surrounded by amazing so black how women. do you narrow it down you can't and why like and why why, why do you like do? It, it would take us <laughs> like hours and hours to be able to shout everybody to out every single person but just know the women in our lives you guys are y'all are greatly freaking appreciated. great appreciated okay i love that <laughs> so um how do you feel about being a black woman like Mm. what do you feel what are your feelings around your experience as a black woman yourself i love it like i was just telling my homeboy yesterday like you know what i would not trade being black for the world mm. like i wouldn't trade it for the world i don't that i can't imagine being any anything other else yeah and nothing. i remember seeing it was a couple me and my mom were turning trying we were trying to make a right turn and they were just doing the most and taking their sweet old privileged time <laughs> they were others and um <laughs> and, I'm dead. and I'm just like and you could just tell like it was the way that they carried themselves it was just like oh you guys are so privileged sometimes and you don't even know it it was just mm. like y'all see us trying to make this turn and it's not even like they wanted to speed up I appreciate anybody that speeds up when you see someone trying to make a turn yeah like you don't have to speed up but it's appreciated but if you just like slow down you weren't even gonna walk yeah. but then you started to walk yeah no so I it's like don't do well with I, was that. Like, 
I was like, oh, me and my mom both were being super dramatic. We're like, oh, come on, Sarah, get it together, get out of here. And it was, I was just like, uh, I just, they're just so privileged and they don't even know it. Like they just walk privileged. And I was just like, you know what? I just want to know what it feels like to be white for one day. I know the last time I was like, I never had that thought, but I actually had that I told thought. you. And like, I was like, I got to tell Mariah. I actually had this thought today because I was like, I want to know what it feels like to be so privileged to know that I'm not going to hit your ass. We were we were having a conversation uh, when we were first attempting to record this podcast. And she had asked me if I had ever wondered or thought about the experience of um, oh, a white person and I said that I've definitely been in situations where like you'd be at the bar or something or somewhere out and you look over and look like you know they look so carefree like they look like they're having a lovely time um and and in in those moments you I think not necessarily I don't think we've ever wished to be you know, something other than black women. But I think it's very natural to wonder about the position of someone yeah. else who is not you. And um, and this isn't even to like, you know, all lives matter anything yeah. because there are, a, there we have, we have allies, we have people who are aware of their privilege and who are trying to figure out their own path and how they, you know, kind of, navigate through that um but i definitely would not trade being a black woman for um anything it's because fire it's a fire experience um i mean everybody wants to be us so why yeah, would i i mean you know i won't say everybody let me say that so lightly because i don't want to offend anyone however there but are a lot we are, of black culture and and, and black like women is definitely something that is something that is um idolized it is admired it is mm-hmm. um, copied it is appropriated um it, it's i mean you know the the identity and the personality of black women is definitely something that um, a lot of people envy um so that's a that's a fact it is um i think being a black woman is amazing yeah um i definitely think that it comes <clears throat> with its struggles just like everybody else but um mm-hmm. I find strength in being a black woman. The older I get, the more empowered I am. Um, the older that I get, the more I understand how layered being a black woman is. Um, yes. Something that you said earlier when you're just talking about the strength and or being able to talk about your pain or express your pain eloquently, mm-hmm. but also being able to attach some sort of hope, like there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, That's so... You know, I think about all the black women in my life that do just that. You know, they talk. Um, we do it. So they talk about, you know, what they got going on and how frustrating it is. But they're like, you know, but we gonna be all right though. We all, you it's know, like they they always yeah they always end it with that. And so, I think that that's something that even one of my girlfriends, Sierra, she messaged me because we're all checking in on each other this mm-hmm. morning. Like, is everybody good? Y'all got what you need? I know it's a virus out there, but are y'all safe? Like you know, doing these check-ins and, um, my girlfriend was asking me how I was and I was just talking about some of the complications going on with my job and just trying to navigate or whatever. But I was just like, you know, you know, God always, God's never left me hanging. Like yeah. he never really has left me hanging. Um, 
and I have what I need. Like I have gas in my car, I have a shelter, I have food. Mm -hmm. Things aren't perfect, but they're not atrocious either. And so I'm just putting everything in perspective. And so she was just like, I just love how, you know, you always find something to be inspired about, even in the most tough situations. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm, it felt good to be seen by yeah. another friend to mm-hmm. encourage you, even even because you know how you can really be feeling like weighted by the world. But even when someone asks you how you are, you're like, yeah, I'm hanging in there, but you know, I'm hanging in there. And so yeah. for someone to be like, yo, I admire your strength, gives you like, a, it pumps you up to like, keep that Don't going. Don't you think that like sometimes we can, some we sometimes use that as a crutch too. About what? Just saying like, oh, it's going to be all right. Like, it's like sometimes black women don't give themselves that the chance to like feel the chance to feel oh yes like, like it in the same breath of, as we're saying oh it's gonna be all right i'm gonna make it through it's like what if you, you can igno- but you can and you can acknowledge your concern like mm-hmm. and that's why i love that's why tribe is it's such so important. an important thing because mm-hmm. when my friends check on me they all they literally it doesn't matter because I have multiple circles of friends, Same. but they literally asked me everybody in this and out of the all the different circles. They asked me the same question the same way. They say, how are you for real? I love that because it's like they know yeah. that you, you know, black people in general, like we are we are survivors like we we tunnel vision and we we just we just do what we need to do to get through and so when someone knows that they know that you're going to be like i'm gonna be all right but like let me hold space for you to really express without judgment what you're going through if it's if you are if you're laid off or if you don't have as much money as you want, or if you and your boyfriend are not getting along or whatever, you can talk about it and not have to end it with, I'm going to be all right. And I think like it can be used. I think that we have definitely been known to use that in a way where we silence ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I also think that black women specifically in the last like two or three years, my personal, I let me say this, I have been more exert, observant within the last two or three years at how black women are really kind of like stepping out of the mold that we've mm-hmm. been presented. Like we have, we tired We're we oh. tired of being unseen, unheard. We tired yes. of being policed with our bodies and our value and everything. Like Absolutely. we are literally stepping out and ripping up the script that has been given to us and rewriting everything for mm-hmm. ourselves. Ooh. And so I really love that. I love that. Yeah. I we love really that. have been taking our power. Back. Yeah. We it's, for real, for real reclaiming our time in all the ways imaginable. Like we really Absolutely. have. But I think that's good. Though. I think instead of us saying, I'm going to be all right, I think we should change that language to, I'm going to get through it. Yeah. Because language has everything. Like, the words that you speak over your life and into your life, it has a lot to do with it. Like, your subconscious controls a lot. Yeah. And it takes in a lot. Not even knowing that it's taking it in. And I didn't realize how much your subconscious takes on things until I was in therapy. And my therapist was like, you seem kind of down. Mm-hmm. And it was around the time that I lost my cousins in a car accident and then I think the month after that I lost my great aunt and then like a month after that I lost my uncle and then like prom season I also lost my one of my good friends in a car accident too Mm. so it was just like there was it was heavy it was just super heavy and I didn't realize that like all of that happening was weighing me down until she was like you you're fine 
you know, but you have this this really quiet air about you and you're not quiet. Yeah. Like you can be quiet. I've noticed it. Like and you no, know, sometimes you are just fine, but then it's sometimes your subconscious is still feeling you're shutting down a little bit. Yeah, because it's that time and I was just like Cause she asked me, she's like, well, what happened around, like, what happened? And I'm like, nothing. Did you lose anybody? No. Have you lost anybody in the past around this time in this month? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I mm-hmm. have. So, like, you just saying, I'm going to be all right, your subconscious is taking that and, like, suppressing it and yeah. beating it down inside of like, you. Like, saying I'm going to be all right without acknowledging, mm-hmm. you know, anything. And then it also, like, the habits are like real and so we get into we mm-hmm. we have definitely gotten into a position where we have gotten so used to not acknowledging our feelings and just talking about being all right Absolutely. which is like you can you the basis of what I'm definitely learning is that you can hold space and leave room for both oh oh you hold know hold space and leave room you can Mm, yes absolutely amen it's for real like <laughs> that is you, so real you can hold space and so leave room for both like Such a reminder. i can hold space for my feelings i can leave room for faith to get mm-hmm. to get through you know what i'm saying or and you can leave an, an even amount of space too you, you know even, or even vice versa like vice i can versa. hold space for faith but i can leave room for my concerns mm-hmm. and not because i think like because I think there's, like, a duality thing because a lot of people will take what you said as, like, as far as, like, um, using it as a crush because I went through this thing where a woman told a close friend of mine, uh, which in turn I just confronted them about it, but she was like, you know, I don't, I think that Mariah's positivity is fake. <laughs> and I was like, why does it have to be fake because I'm positive? Like... I, I think that people get positivity misconstrued with being oblivious to the, 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 the crap that's going on in the world. And it's like, mm-hmm. I've never acted like in everything was hunky-dory. I've just been like, you know, so the sky is green. Um, it's definitely open. There are little green people running around. The floor is made of lava. But, you know... I, I'm going to like, we're going to get through, we're going to get through this. You know what I'm saying? Like it sucks, but I choose to believe that I'm going to get through it no matter how bad it gets. And I've never been one to paint like a a weird picture, but Mm -hmm. I think when you are also like engulfed in your own mess, Mm -hmm. when you become pessimistic about your own mess, it can be annoying to see other people dealing with their crap in a different way that's different from what you've got going on and I think like that's why it's so important to empower the fact that we're not dismissing you know the talk of I'm gonna be okay but we are saying that we know that you know we know you're gonna be all right however how are you for real you yeah, know, like, like are you worried? What's really going on? You know, on? do you, do you have what you need? Like, you you don't have to be surface level with your feelings. Like, you can literally have both. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know Britt be asking me that too. She's and so I, sweet. And I be like, ooh, don't be business. asking me that. <laughs> my business. Stay in a child's <laughs> place. Stay <laughs> in a child's place. But no, I I do appreciate when friends do ask like, how are you for real? Like, what's really going on? Or just just allowing that space for you to just really get it off your chest yeah. and just being a hundred percent present yeah. because 
I shout know. out to Kamaria too because she's the one who asked me today how was I for real for real and I was like dang bro why you why you do that but right. I'm gonna tell you though know. Like, <laughs> you ain't even gotta say all of that like that like Sheesh. it just it, it, it's real though I do I think that's so funny that someone said your positivity is fake like that was a long time ago though given given the circumstance it was not like it it was more it was at least five years ago but wild, i remember that though. i'm like yo like my life is legit not perfect but you know go off though enjoy enjoy your shit show yeah <laughs> hello no, I'm a, you know, i've I'm actually over had here, someone though. say something on both ends i've had asked someone i remember when i first started being like on social media more mm. and trying to be like the mental health person or whatever mm. like when I first started blogging with hello Cody um I was really light mm. and uplifting mm-hmm. so when things started to irritate me I actually had someone DM me was like why are you always complaining and I was like what you mean he was like it just seems like you've changed so much and I was like nah my dog what it really is is that you forgot that I'm human yeah and people be having me fucked up yeah like i'm human and i think that's such a real thing because i feel like i know and everybody that knows me has been my friend for a long time like i get so like upset and proud at myself so much when i let things slide or i take the high road because yeah the pedestal of positivity can be a real thing like it could be (sighs) such a because had this been five years ago had this been six years ago Oh, trust me, baby. <laughs> it would be real it's ugly. It's just like, yeah. Like, like, it's not, and it's just like, I don't want to be, like, I want to be transparent and I want to be honest about the journey that I'm on. Like, mm. I literally had people tell me, like, I called him my at-school dad. His name was Coach Rob. He told me I needed professional help with my attitude. Mm. He was like, you were too pretty of a girl to have an attitude that bad. And I was like, no, people need to stop messing with me. Because mm. if you poke the bear... The bear is going to attack. And, you know, beauty doesn't have anything to do with your My anger. attitude. <laughs> and that used to make me ten times more mad because I'm just like, so how come people can make me as upset as they want to make me? And I'm supposed to just sit there and t- I'm already small, for God's sake. Yeah. I really walk around like, like I'm like 6'5", but I'm not. And like, it's just like, so people that you deem to be not attractive deserve to be upset and people who you deem to be as attractive that's need wild. to just be carefree and lovely and loving and another and, thing that women and, have to go through. like that's just strange um it's i like get it but i'm like yeah it's, it's like, like telling like, someone to smile it's like you smile i don't business <laughs> <laughs> you smile i don't feel like smiling feel like right smiling. now like so i just i just will like never forget that because it, it made me so mad that he said that and me and him went back and forth and i like kind of ripped him a new asshole or whatever you want to call it because I was like you're not going to sit up here and try to make me feel bad for like I'm not always complaining but if someone pisses me off I'm going to voice that they piss me off and it's not even like a it was just someone cut me off in traffic mm. it's like no it's people's character and their ego which yeah. is something that I'm big now, on if, and I talk about if so. you want to get into the how to's as far as how we deal with our anger or the, you know like when we respond like all this stuff like that constructively of course if you want to get into that mm-hmm. like that's one thing but don't you can't Why are you police always complaining? First yeah. of all, sir, you're one of the people I'm talking about in this, <laughs> on this Instagram video because you always got something to say. It's your ego that's in my DMs right now. My 
mind your business. That was me slapping his forehead. If y'all wow. heard that, like, yes, mind your business. Slapping forehead. <laughs> Absolutely, we're not doing this, Steve. I don't know his name, but not Steve, Steve, we're not doing this. I love it. But yeah, yeah, no, I think like the like I said, like like we said, the experience of black women and womanhood in general is definitely mm-hmm. layered um, because there's so many things to kind of like sift through. Um, but on a personal note, we constructed these questions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, do you want me to ask you your questions you that I constructed first. for you? Yeah. So, um, uh, like I told you, uh, I be writing and, um, I'm low key a journalist, <laughs> so I apologize for how constructed these sentences are constructed. (laughs) But um, I've been seeing you talk a lot about how you're into self-discovery and healing. So can you talk to me about how it's been for you when it comes to um, the journey with your art? Mm. Since you are an artiste, a full-time artist. So my art is a, a mere reflection of who I am mm. and what I'm going through. Like I tell everyone two things. If you ever want to know what's going on inside of my head, pay attention to what I'm drawing. Even if it's something as simple as some flowers, what colors am I using? Mm. If it's something as simple as my blobs, what colors am I using? I love those blobs. The shapes. So like why like just pay attention to my art itself. One. Two, it's not me that's doing any of this. It's God. Mm. Like, it's, God literally is using me. You better let the Lord use you. You know? Wait, wait, the clap. Wait, Mariah. I'm doing a tambourine. (laughs) But yes, all the things. But yeah, so I always tell people those two things because it's true, like, even when it comes to me writing, I just be like, when I'm really, really writing and I'm in my zone, because usually the way that I write is like, I'll sage first. Mm. And then I, I write on my floor. And I like lay down and I start writing. And like, I'm kind of medit- I'm meditating and writing at the same time. And by the time I like, look up and breathe, I have this passage or this work in front of me. And I'm like, damn. That's fire. I don't even know that I was saying anything. Like, it's not, this is not me. I'm not doing any of this. Like, for sure. When I say, like, well, you are in tune with your higher self, and I'm going to preach this to my kids. I want to preach it to anyone around me. But making that connection with your higher self and actively working on being in tune with your higher self as an artist will take you so far. Yeah. Being grounded. Being grounded in who you are will take you so far. Yeah. Because you will not be triggered by anybody else's success. You will not question why they do things the way they do. You will not even be influenced to be like anybody else. You'll simply Mm -hmm. just be who you are and you will be comfortable in who you are. Yeah. And you will begin to find your own pace. Yeah. And even like as far as being human, when you feel yourself drifting... Yeah. To those insecurities or, or 
getting off focus, which we do because we're human. human, You can always recenter and Mm -hmm. remind yourself and get back to the foundation. You don't have to have anybody else to remind you. You don't have to stay there. Yeah. You know, so So, hell yeah. I I definitely like, that's just me being who I am as an artist. Like that's just like self-discovery is a huge part of my work because it was funny. So just a side note. I have a friend slash mentor. Her name is Jamie. And she was like, you need to apply for this grant. She'd be small. She's amazing. But yes, you need to apply for this grant. And she's like, you need to apply for this grant to be in this residency. Da, 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 da. And I was just like, the thing is with residencies, it's so hard for me to do certain things because I just create with my emotions. So once that emotion passes, yeah. it's hard for me to like reaccess it, I guess, if that's the real thing. That it's makes that, I understand. Because... Even when I had the art show in December with C3 Labs, that's where my studio was, Mm -hmm. I created two pieces back to back. And those two pieces meant so much to me. And it was, I was in such a place and in a space. And Brittany and me and Britt, we have this thing where we're like, we told each other we're going to challenge each other with our art. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know if I want to create another piece. Like, I wanted it to be a three part series, but I'm like, just these two pieces speak so loudly. I don't want, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, match that because I don't feel these things anymore. Like, I've actually released it. Mm. And she was like, no, create another piece. You have to. I'm challenging you. And I was like, oh, she's like, I dare you to do it. And I'm like, ah, now you're Now you have to do it. Now I have to. So, you know, I sat with it. And the other two pieces, they're full of color and orange because orange is a very triggering color. And I was very triggered at the time. So orange is like there's orange flowing throughout one and there's a lot of blues and greens flowing throughout the other because I was calm in that one. And then the the last piece that I created was simply just black and white Mm. because my emotions are just like black and white with a little bit of gray area. Yeah. So I was like, how do I stay in this space? Like, how do do I reaccess this space without becoming reattached to these feelings? That's Mm. like the hardest thing when it comes to me and my art and like, Wanting to do these um, residencies and stuff because I'm like, do I want to go back there? Yeah. Like, am that, I strong enough to go back and pull myself back out? Yeah. Like, knowing your that. own darkness. Like, that's a real, like, knowing your own darkness is a part of your self-discovery. Like, am I strong enough to pick up these damn shoes and yeah. put them on and, like, keep it traveling? Yeah. So. That's really, that's yeah. powerful. But, um. That's that on that. Um, so, <laughs> my last question is: What is your affirmation for the month? We'll make it the month. Okay. Um, my affirmation for the month is. Or phrase or word. Wash your hand. I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> Lord. No. Lord. Um, what is my affirmation for the month? Um. Breathe easy. Mm. Uh, got it tatted. You better. That is like one thing that I tell myself because I have anxiety and I'm I'm finally learning how to coexist with mm. my anxiety, which is something that I tried to fight. And when you try to fight your anxiety, if you have anxiety, you understand this. But if you try to fight your anxiety, it only gives you more anxiety. You cannot suppress your anxiety. Mm. And people who don't know, I always tell people, it's literally when you have all of your emotions at one time and there's like let's say there's 50 emotions you're feeling all of them for at least 30 seconds a piece and then it just stops dramatically mm. and it's a lot that's a lot to deal with at one time for five minutes yes. seven minutes so 
I have to remind myself to breathe easy, especially because of all this stuff that's going on right now and just the climate of the world. Like, there's so much misinformation. There's so much ignorance. And ignorance just means you don't know. Yeah. Okay? It doesn't mean you're stupid. It means you just don't know. And it's like there's just so much going around and people are not willing enough to do actual research yeah. and research research. You know, mm-hmm. they're using social media as a means of communication and a means of news when it can be, but it can also be the wrong kind of news yeah. that you're Creating getting. Creating mass hysteria. So it's like everybody freaking out around me. I cannot afford to be freaked out yeah. every single day. It's not Look. my mental health is more important than the coronavirus. For me. I'm sorry to if everybody else is afraid, but for me personally, I know where to put this on my level of importance. Yeah. And I have to be mindful of my own anxieties. Yeah. With the world in general and to be powered with so like all mindfulness. This. It's like mindfulness. It's like yeah. I need to take care of me. As long as I'm taking care of me, then everything worry causes else causes disease itself. Yes. Yes it does. So, so absolutely. But yes. no. But yeah, that's that's Breathe easy. Breathe easy. That's my mantra for my whole entire life. But Okay, so because I'm also slightly obsessed, <laughs> my questions are kind of written in that same kind of format. Okay. But um, being a black woman in the mental health field, what do you feel a black woman's most challenging struggle is? Grace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's Grace. literally, I feel that the most challenging feat for black women um, is grace. Yeah, absolutely. Because... We were just talking well, about that. Yeah, too. it's not even that we have a hard time, or as... It's, I won't say that we don't have a hard time, because it's hard for us all, but mm-hmm. it's definitely easy to give others grace. Yeah. But grace for ourselves is... What I, is what I um, am... I know that it's it's when I hear when I talk to other black women and and reading things about black women it's like that's definitely something that is a thing for us is showing ourselves as much grace as we show others. We are our biggest critics. Mm-hmm. You know, like we 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 go through life and we champion it the best way we can because we're taking yeah. care of ourselves. We have other people in mind that we're taking care of or looking out for. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy when we, you know, when anything happens or when tensions come up, it's easy for us to zero in on ourselves as not doing or being enough. And so what I'm seeing and what I want to continue to see is us having grace for ourselves Absolutely. as much as we have grace for other people, you know, telling ourselves that it's okay when we fall or when we mess up or when we could have done something some a different way other than the way that we did it, you know, forgiving ourselves. Mm. Um, That's a big one. Loving ourselves, seeing ourselves, acknowledging, accepting, embracing, encouraging, inspiring ourselves. Okay, Sister Mariah. All of that is so, <laughs> it's so important. <laughs> Um, because if we don't have it for ourselves, then we can never really truly have it a hundred percent for any anyone, anyone else. else. So yes. What is you know like so? What exactly does grace like giving yourself grace look like? And like what does seeing yourself look like? Exactly what I said. It's like 
if I mess up, like I, I, we can drag ourselves in the mud. If I made the wrong turn, it could be something that's super small. I made the wrong turn or we get into an argument with somebody and, and they hit below the belt and then we hit below the belt and they apologize and we're like, oh no, that's okay. But we sit, we can sit mm. with ourselves and I'll just use myself as an example because I can never speak for all yeah. black women because we're all different. But I know me personally, I can really beat myself up. Same. You know, and so like just giving myself some freaking grace, like, yo, it's, it's, you know, okay, we could have did that differently, but you know what? Like you're, you're thinking about it now and now you know that you can right your wrongs, number one, and we can move forward. Like you don't need to go throughout the week. Just, I'm such a terrible person and I'm just not enough. Or maybe if I lose this amount of weight, then I'll feel like, it's just like, yo, like I need to give myself grace Mm -hmm. and so just really kind of like rerouting when those negative thoughts or those thoughts that are not that don't that don't build me up I reroute those things by saying the exact opposite yeah you know you are a work in progress but you are enough even in your imperfection in this Mm -hmm. moment you are enough if I'm enough to be loved by God then I'm enough to be loved by myself I'm enough. I'm enough. I need to love me the way that God loves me. I need to love me the way that my friends love me, the way that my partner loves me. I need to speak and look and and feel about myself. I need to feel these things more than everybody else does. Mm -hmm. Like I need to be able to be empowered from myself. And so loving myself, being kind to myself, cooking for myself, treating myself, whether it's Mm -hmm. a bath or a glass of wine or cleaning my house because that makes me feel good. Bringing myself joy in whatever way that that means for me is how I show myself love and kindness and grace. You know, I, I just looked it. up the definition of grace. Mm-hmm. And there's two nouns, a simple elegance or refinement of a movement, mm-hmm. courteous goodwill, mm-hmm. and the verb do honor or credit to by someone, by one's presence. Yes. Like, that's... Like you have, you need to feel, you need to honor yourself. You need to feel, you need to, even when you, when, even when you fall in whatever way that, that looks like for you, even still you can honor yourself Mm -hmm. because if you drag yourself through the mug, then you're, then you're still, you stay down. You don't get up, you know, goodwill to courteous goodwill. Yeah. It's just like, I need to, I need to be for myself what I am Mm -hmm. to other people. Like whatever you can do for someone else, you can always do I need to do, do that for, for myself. So and yes, especially that's what... forgiving ourselves. That's such a yo. That's something that I'm currently working on now is forgiving myself for that don't how just I a... allowed people to treat me. That because... I mean, yeah, for real. Because we really will stay, we'll stay, we'll stay in that. Mm-hmm. If I didn't do, or I should have did, and then some of that stuff, even when we think about how we allow other people to treat us in the past, uh, some of that stuff, we just need to let go in mm-hmm. general. Like, I don't need to be thinking about nothing that happened in 2013. No. Unless it's me softly, lightly reflecting and moving forward. Exactly. But if I'm still carrying, carrying that pain and torment and it's like trauma. yourself and let, and, and keep it pushing. What a burden. What a burden. Like, what a what a burden. It's like, yeah. no, I I have to release that, you know, because they did. No, oh, it's been released. Why I'm carrying it? Why I'm carrying? Why I got to carry the Why weight? I'm carrying the bags? These not even my bags no more. You're going to hurt your back. 
dragon. Oh, Yo, like just them. Like no, no. So that's... second question. <laughs> Like yo, that because I, I that, that literally makes oh, me man. upset, especially when I talk to like talk to my close friends. I'm like yo, I I know that I'm the friend that is like no nonsense when it comes to certain things because like that whole you deserve mantra is real. I'm I I realize that life isn't perfect and people are perfect, but mistreating yourself and being mistreated by others is like hard limits for me. I'm like no, absolutely not. Yeah, no, leave. <laughs> Bye, go, dis- disconnect, dis- you know, dis- dis- de- detach, <laughs> just everything. Go. Just separate from it because, no, like, we have one life. And, you know, we already life. suffer enough for ourselves, but we don't, we could We could do a lot. Yeah. But, um, okay. Yeah, no. Sorry, I got passionate. No, that's, that's, that was good. Thanks. It was needed. And I'm pretty sure someone out there, like, but no so my second question is has a black woman ever worked in your favor or worked against you say that one more time has a black woman ever worked in your favor or worked against you has a black woman ever worked in my favor or yeah. worked against me mm-hmm. like another black woman working in my favor or like let's say me? you know people are ignorant so they give you the pass because you're black or they don't give you a pass like being a black woman has it worked for me Mm -hmm. um i kind of feel like everybody that i've worked with as a creative and and just everything that i do is is by um community Mm -hmm. so i i can't speak to i wouldn't be here doing what i do without the community of black people black men and black women Mm -hmm. um and so I don't know if being black has ever worked against me um, as far as like getting me work. But I definitely think that you can definitely be stereotyped or as far as like, you know, like being in corporate spaces as being Mm. and being a black woman has definitely had I've felt challenges from that Mm -hmm. um, as far as like, you know, people wanting you to be the spokesperson for black people or then when you have something to say then you're too aggressive or you're too you're too sensitive or you need to kind of toughen up and this is a boys you know this is a boys town and you know boys will be boys like making you have making you feel like you have to be okay with certain things that just aren't okay i've definitely experienced that as both women and both and black women because being black first and, and and yeah so yes but I think more often than not, I've been in great situations where my sisters and my brothers have been gracious enough to think of me and put me in places that's, where I've thrived. So shout yeah. out to black women and black men as well. Well, yeah. Well, I, we have talked. We have talked. Yeah. Can I pay that dog? <laughs> Ma'am. I... Yo, this quarantine, grace to your mother. Grace to your <laughs> mom. Because, wow. <laughs> like, seriously, I feel bad for her. But, um, Sorry. you guys, I hope that y'all, hope y'all enjoyed, um, this. enjoyed this. This will definitely not be the last podcast. Um, if y'all are ever interested in, like, topics or if y'all ever want to write us or yeah. hit us up or anything that you'd be interested in hearing 
us talk about or whatever. Yeah. We love your feedback. You can find us on Instagram at o word dot, dot podcast. Okay. <laughs> You can send us a DM. You can hit us up in our email. And the email is in our bio. You can also click the little buttons they got up there that says yeah. email us. Yeah, all that. Contact here. Yeah. Um, and my yeah. Instagram is, um, my personal Instagram is um, peculiar underscore hippie. That's mm-hmm. me on Instagram. And then peculiar hippie, all one word on Twitter as well. And then mine is Dakota Ayana um, on Twitter and on Instagram. So, it's been real. It's been real. This was great. Thanks for being you. <laughs> what? Thank you for being you, dang it. Thanks you for see, being you, too. You're welcome. This was awesome. <laughs> Why are we like this? I don't know. We have problems. But we hope that you guys enjoy the podcast, and we can't wait till next time. Bam, bam, bam. Bye. We got to put that sound on there. I have to. I'm going to find